2: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
1: Ready, set.
3: Spartan Race is back for 2018, and we're accepting no excuses. Barbed wire crawls, tire drags, spear throws, and much more. Whatever your ability, you'll discover the right challenge for you.
1: Take on our 5 to 25 kilometer events designed to push you to limits you never knew you could overcome. Complete an obstacle course race and let adventure back into your life. Are you ready to unleash your inner Spartan Warrior? Visit spartanrace.uk.
2: And now it's time for the TOT cast with your hosts, Crystal Cranitz, Natea J and Ryan Greco. And welcome back to this week's TOT Cast. I'm your host, Ryan Greco, and of course, joining me is chris okranitz and Natey j if you ever want to get at the show you be sure to reach out to us at tip of the tower on twitter if you have a question for me reach out to me at ryan greco 416 you can reach out to chris at chris okranitz and always be sure to hit up Natey at t-e-y 11 underscore that is tay 11 underscore and always be sure to like our facebook page gentlemen it's good to see you guys again um how's the last couple of days been treating both of you chris I'm pretty good, you know, uneventful,
4: just working and stuff. Uh, can't really complain too much, as boring as that sounds. Mr. Nate,
3: how's the gym? How's off season? Good, yeah, off season officially on the way. Started training, body sore as hell, but can't complain. I Love it. Um, but one thing I can't complain is the weather. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's been freezing outside. It feels like a deep, a deep, 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 deep frozen tundra out there and uh, it's not that bad <laughs> and, uh, honestly it's bad you know um, um i got african blood and this cold isn't for me well well chris I, I chris, chris pretty
2: much basically has african blood he <laughs> yeah you <laughs> might as well man okay. uh, i'm not about the cold Once he, he is the coldest white guy i've ever met. this <laughs> <laughs> temperature
4: he doesn't do well he doesn't no, I do I well. This, yeah, my skin cracks, too, you know, when it gets cold out. All right, like I got to buy lotion by like the bottle, so I'm definitely not a fan of it. Oh, my gosh. But With it being 2016, a new year, uh, this is kind of a gigantic year in Toronto sports, or could be, at least. I that mean, could be. you look at a lot of things that are coming up here in the city. The Raptors got the NBA All-Star game. On top of that, they have the lower pick between the Knicks and the Nuggets, which could also help shape their future, plus their own pick in that draft. You got free agency with DeMar DeRozan Rosen coming up, and then Kevin Durant's also a free agent. Then look at the Blue Jays. I mean, what else can I say? Building off last year's success, mm. expectations have never been higher since '92-'93. It's it's a big year for them. Then you got the Leafs having their centennial season. Mm. I mean, a hundredth anniversary for one of the most storied franchises in all sports. Potentially the Winter Classic, the World Cup of Hockey. Free agency with Steven Stamkos. There's just a, a number of storylines for the Leafs, and then you got the Argos, Mr. Nete. Mm-hmm. Great Cups coming to town this year. BMO Field's open up. Have you seen any renovations of BMO Field at all? It looks pretty nice so far.
3: Yeah, I've driven by it a few times on there on Lakeshore, and you know it's coming it's coming about pretty nicely. Um, it looks like it's going to be epic. That's all I can say. Well, I mean,
4: when you add in everything that's happening in Toronto sports. Is it not a gigantic
0: year? 2016? Now, that, now that
3: you've alerted me to that, it's it's pretty monumental. Pretty much every team you talk about has something major going on, and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out. I'm excited. I, 2016 is a big year for Toronto.
4: Well, when you think about it, a lot of teams, their not only their current state but their future state of the franchises can alter the yeah, season. Yeah. You got the Raptors with. The all-star game is basically a gigantic pitch for them yeah. to show off Toronto. Exactly. So, because things that can happen afterwards from there,
3: whether it be Durant or another free agent. You got your best player going into free agency. Yeah. Right. And you
4: so. can kind of, we all know how the super friends league works. Right. where you going to
3: talk amongst each other and
4: he could potentially lure somebody to come to Toronto. Right.
3: Or someone can lure him. Yeah, I mean you know, it could
4: work, I mean, it could work
3: both ways. Right. It could, it could. But I-
4: you taking the draft pick too. That can also help shape this. Yeah, I like uh,
3: the the Nuggets are struggling right now, so I like the way that's going. Um, well, I don't know if it's a, well. I don't know if it's a terribly deep or heavy draft. Draft. No, no, it's top heavy. You know, no, it's got that one guy, uh, Ben Simmons. But other than that, I haven't heard too much about anybody else. No, to, to be uh, able to say it's a deep draft. Yeah,
2: yeah, but I mean, hey, if Denver keeps falling down, then, uh, you know, we could be lucky enough because we get the worst of those two picks. So yeah, so,
4: so
3: Denver's not terribly good right now. No, but, but if,
4: if the Knicks, let's say the Knicks finish tenth in the East, yeah, and, and Denver, the Nuggets finish thirteenth in the West, yeah, the Nuggets would keep that pick, and we would get the Knicks pick.
3: Oh, so I got you. You kind of want the I Knicks and yeah. the
4: Nuggets Both to be them garbage, them to be, yes, yes, like yes. hot garbage. So that would be you basically one of the get the best, yeah.
3: to like the best record. Yeah, it's it's
4: different the way you, like yeah. how you describe it. Yeah, basically we get the worst. Of the two picks The worst
3: pick I yeah. got you I thought you meant The
4: worst record So we essentially Get less pink football. I got you I got you I got you See this saddens It's going to be knows. better Than
3: our pick anyway Because we're better Than Denver and We're better than New York so. But the fact that
4: They're going to have Two first rounders right. I mean, They
3: might be able To package that off Yeah you know, That's a possibility We'll see A lot of, lot of things Can happen It
2: saddens me though Because like you know, things aren't looking good as far as the Knicks being a bad team, because they've already, as
3: on the day of this recording, they've already matched their win total from last season. Yeah, yeah. but think about it. They're one Carmelo injury away from being a worse team. Are like they? they? They are. I think I'm, so. They I yeah. think
4: it's like, not terrible, but...
3: And you see, you know it's Carmelo's track record. He's, you know, a couple... Spicy fries away from, you know, losing. I'm (laughs) I'm just kidding. kidding. From the the whole combo, you're saying. (laughs) Essentially. He's not terribly (laughs) durable. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, it's a big year
4: also for the Blue Jays in a sense where expectations are extremely high, like we were saying. They are. And a lot of people are expecting a World Series run again. I am and if that, hap- yeah. if that happens, I mean, there's another team that boom, their whole entire franchise yeah. changes. Then yep. you go the lease, it's a hundred years. Yeah. not only are they getting every single event in hockey, they actually have a shot to start to build a progressive team towards being a winner. Yeah. You get the draft. You lie, Chris No, no, they're going to be good in two or three years. <laughs> I'll bet whatever people want to bet on that. Yeah, but they're going to get like another high pick. Stamkos can be a free agent, and there's a lot more rumblings that him coming to Toronto is a real thing. And I mean He's gotta
3: be encouraged By seeing the way The team's playing right now It's very yeah, true He's yeah. gotta be encouraged Well, well Tampa's got a lot, a lot of issues yeah, Tampa's got yeah, issues yeah, yeah. But not just was- issues
4: On the ice I mean financially They right. have guys like Hedman Kucherov Tyler Johnson Andre Palat A lot of their core players They gotta resign mm-hmm. And all that money Has to come from somewhere In a hard salary cap era Like the NHL it, You just can't It's not a soft cap Like the NBA Where he kind of Exceeded with bird rights And other loopholes And stuff to maintain this team And the NHL Is much like the NFL Either you make these guys fit or you let one of them walk. Right. Yeah. The easiest way to keep everybody in place is to probably let Santos walk,
3: yeah. use that and money so you to sign keep all the time. most amount of guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is going to hurt them. And it's going to hurt them, but the team is that good. It's that talented. You know, this is a team that was making the Cup finals run just a few seasons ago. It's this year, though. There it's you go. They're right? struggling, yeah. struggling
4: this year. Well, they almost got shuttered again on the night we were recording this by the Flames, and I mean, I think that's the 8th or ninth time this season that they have almost been shut out. With a team with that much talent, that just can't happen.
2: So you're saying the worse that they play, the more likely Stamkos is coming to Toronto.
4: Uh, Well, I mean, there's some people I've talked to that are firmly believing that he's coming to Toronto no matter what. Hmm. Just because the money is going to be right. He's not going to make more money anywhere else unless Tampa decides to break the bank and say, screw it, you're our guy, take us to the promised land. Uh, endorsement money alone, much like the basketball players where it's like LeBron, Durant, a lot, of the, a lot of the premier Nike guys you see in Nike basketball, their endorsement deals double when they play in a major market. It's very similar with Nike hockey. And let's face it, there's no bigger market in hockey than Toronto. I don't care what anybody says. It's the biggest hockey market. And
2: he's already, you can see his face plastered over almost anything that he signs to as far as endorsement deals go.
4: Yeah, the Leafs need somebody like that. Yeah. But I mean, before we get too much of Samco's talk... It can he can change the entire franchise again in two thousand and sixteen, which would be the Leafs as a whole just altering and then you got the Argos with the great Cup playing yep. the demo field. Mm-hmm. This is a team as you know today, say the health of the CFL is always a hotly debated topic. Is the league financially stable? Some say yes, some say no it's it's really, it's subjective in my opinion i mean there 's so many different routes you go with the CFL being healthy or not, but one of the things that they 're really hoping for is that. With stable ownership group in Toronto now, in a new field, there's so many things that are on the up and up with Toronto that they're kind of hoping that it will reciprocate across the CFL because, let's face it, a lot of the TV stations are based here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. The CFL, the TV deals, is what's going to keep the league alive. Yeah. So if the Argos have success, true. it's going to uh, it's, it's going to reflect so. on the rest yeah, of the league. Absolutely.
3: That's the way it's going to work. And and you look across the league and you know Toronto's getting a new stadium, but a lot of teams are also having new stadiums too like you look at Hamilton they just built a new stadium last year uh, Winnipeg a couple, Winnipeg years, ago. A couple years ago so I would say only Montreal uh, Calgary Edmonton and BC got that, an upgrade BC yeah. got an upgrade and that's about it those three teams don't have you know newer type stadiums so you look across the league nine teams all have relatively new stadium. Yeah, yeah. Ottawa. yeah Ottawa. that's Ottawa. pretty healthy. Yep. Nah. Well, it is this, healthy if side.
4: this will Field experiment, I'll, I'll call it experiment for now because it's, it's mostly based for TFC. The Argos are going in their first right. year, but if this works, you'll see places like Montreal and new Stadium build yeah. one a lot faster because right. they'll look Very at the Argos true. as kind of, kind of this this a test wrapper per It's yeah. a blueprint test rat where it's like, hey. We can make a multi-venue place. right yep. it's not only going to house just the football, but soccer as well. Yep, and we're going to make a profit out of it. Okay, anybody
3: can do it. It's going to be an MLS. One hundred percent.
2: mind. Can, you can even make the, the argument. You can even make the argument that Montreal could build an even bigger building or build a bigger stadium. They
4: could with the, the way the Montreal Impact draws.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, because they they, they do well for themselves at the uh, the Olympic Stadium. But anyway, moving forward.
4: Well, in the grand scheme of things, when you take into all of the different possibilities in twenty sixteen. I got three burning questions for you guys. That's just been... It's been eating my mind up a little bit here. Um, the first one is, obviously with this being such a year of showcasing the city of Toronto as a whole, especially for teams like the Raptors, do you feel that people around the league or players, coaches, just people in sports in general, will their perception of Toronto change following this year?
2: Um, I think that's already changed, first off, um, even given from the last couple of years, especially... Let's let's not kid ourselves. Uh, Drake signing on and putting his kind of stamp, and him becoming as sex as the successful pop icon that he's turned himself into, has had a huge help in the Raptors' image. You know that was that was a bit of a bet, and it paid off well. So you Good know they've already, that's already started bringing the Raptors a little bit more face time that they they uh, never would have gotten beforehand. Um, I definitely think though there's still a long way to go, and I think a successful NBA All Star weekend. Is only going to help them as far as getting them onto the more the national scale, as far as the, um, as far as uh, as far as getting a little bit more, I guess you could say, respect in the American media. Um, at the end of the day, though, they still have to win, and they have to be incredibly competitive. Um, Oklahoma City is not a city that's talked about as much as they are because of how great of a city Oklahoma is. It's there because the Oklahoma City Thunder are a talented team that have one of two of the best players they're a small market team otherwise no one would have a word to say about them yep. it's the same reason why almost nobody talked now it's easy to talk about the big franchise new york knicks is always going to get talked about los angeles lakers is always going to talk about no matter how good or bad they are but small market teams it's as, as annoying as it is that the raptors are a huge media market in their own right they're the was it the fourth largest in north america at this point Yeah. yet you know because we're not american it's just not going to get the same kind of push yeah, from, we're a small market team team in their eyes in that sense. We could treat it as such as far as coverage goes. This team stays successful and competitive. That's what's going to get us the most exposure and change the perspective of a lot of people in the league. Much in the same way that they did when they were competitive, making it to the second round with Vince Carter back in 2001. That was when a lot of people knew exactly the Raptors were.
4: Yeah, that's why I was kind of curious because you see even... National analysts or pundits like Charles Barkley, Jalen Rose, these guys rave about Toronto. Yep. And Toronto's notoriously known for being kind of a trap town for players. They'll come here in between their travel games when they play in Toronto. They go out, they party. Yep. They love this place. It's 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 one of the better cities and arguably one of the best kept secrets. Like you could ask players during the road. Like here, Ntey, I'd ask you, would you rather travel to Toronto on a road game or go to like Milwaukee on like yeah. a Tuesday night? No, like, no. Come on, it's, it's a no brainer.
3: And I'll take you even a step further. Uh, guys, you know, coming from the States and moving, coming to Toronto playing in the CFL, guys end up staying here, you know, for, for for moving their families up here and staying up here for the rest of their lives. So, you know, I can take it a step further, not just guys like coming here, guys like living here.
4: Yeah. I mean, I can see why. There's so many different things mm-hmm. up here. But the, the other thing is when you look at it, why it's kind of confusing to me and I ask, will the perception change? Is because you look at the Winter Classic that just passed this year between Boston and uh, Montreal. Yep. NBC's ratings were down. Obviously, they competed with a lot of New Year's Six bowl games this year. Yes. But one of the things they blamed was they said that because it was a Canadian team, it took away right away from their their market share of ratings. That's fair. Right. Which I, can I think believe is it. fair. But at the same time, a lot of teams, or sorry, a lot of media stations will blame Canada when a Canadian team plays. So right. our ratings are down because of Canada. Right but it, i kind of feel that toronto might be the city that can help ratings actually and like uh, we have a lot of teams on the up and up
3: yeah I'm but in say, terms of what though because a lot of a lot of american viewers growing up not knowing much about toronto and if they if their team if, is in the game they're more likely to watch than if a team that you know they have no idea is playing in versus a team that's not even close to them is playing. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. I mean, you'll get more viewership if you get fan bases. Let's football, say, uh, a Texas or an Ohio State. You'll get all Texas and most of South watching yeah. for Texas. And then you'll get Ohio and all the Midwest fans watching for Ohio State. And that, you know, that kind of, So then when you add in Toronto, you know, you're getting... Nobody from a certain uh, region against you know one region. So you, you know you're taking you're taking away a whole other revenue stream that you could be getting if you had an America team. You know what I mean? That like, you know the casual fan would have a rooting interest in.
4: Well, let's take let's take the Blue Jays for example. I mean, using blue bloods in college sports to compare is kind of difficult because. They're blue bloods for a reason. They're going to draw anywhere. You could play them in China. They're going to get ratings. Yeah. That's just the way. Like, look at Texas. This year. They played a, the, oh, yeah. a game in, tech, in um, China, sorry, and they they drew ratings. Yeah. Like, it wasn't great, but they, they sold out the stadium. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, China? Yeah, they played in Shanghai, the basketball team. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah the yeah, Mercedes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay.
2: I'm curious of something, though. Does anybody know the numbers of uh, Detroit versus Toronto a few years back in Michigan? Oh, broke records. That was huge. Was that was their
4: highest viewed one. So to
2: the point of what you're saying of the idea that, you know, it could be taken. It can be taken away from uh, from American viewership. Right. You can also go on the other end of it though and say this. You know, me and Chris had this conversation while you were uh, off, God knows where. Okay, but I, had, <laughs> I had one one show off. That's right. And you guys missed me. No breaks. No breaks. <laughs> no. Breaks. <None. laughs> um. No, me and Chris you said were God talking. God knows where. <laughs> Uh, me and Chris were talking about it and uh, you know, this was a, a thing that I'm sure uh, some people don't want to agree with but it's the cold hard truth the Montreal Canadiens are not as important as they like to think they are
0: Outside of Montreal. Outside of Montreal. Outside of Montreal. And
2: if you've got a Toronto viewership, a Toronto-Detroit game in Michigan that broke records yet, you've got Montreal and Boston. A rivalry that is not only more spirited lately, but a rivalry can be, you can make the argument is even older than Toronto Maple Leafs versus yeah. Detroit. Well, it's The best the thing is, hockey. The, the, right now, the,
3: one, one thing that the Toronto-Detroit game had to going for, it. for it. you had that game in the big house. People just want to see like 100,000 people. It was a spectacle. It, it was a spectacle. You yeah. know, you have and that Fenway Park it, is it, though? Or or July July it was, it was no, the Stadium, July July Stadium. Not, oh. stadium That's not uh, fair right. enough. You well, can make that argument yeah. because I it, mean, was, it, was, it was like it was a lot going on with that game. It was a spectacle. You had the Michigan, you had the you know Detroit fans, you had Toronto fans. You had just, strictly uh, from TV ratings. Span, yeah, right you though. just had it a just a, a, it's almost like a circus. I kind of
4: get the sense that Nate, you think Toronto as a whole, with all their sports teams, is more of a regional market as opposed to actually being and able to team, stretch nationally. And the reason why I say is because you look at the Jays, okay? Yeah. The back half of the season When they are winning games Obviously like Ryan's saying Winning helps But they were pulling Five, six Which is extremely high In Canada for sports yes. During the weekdays Yes Put them on Sunday Night Baseball Let's say Yeah I know there's TV issues To solve out between Yes yeah. Between like Rogers ESPN and Rogers, Rogers all, and all that. Yep. Who's making money This that the other But you don't think That people would tune in And watch the Jays On like a Sunday Night Baseball because there were uh, certain points on Tuesday this year where yeah. ESPN Tuesday Night Baseball, the Jays, or ESPN Monday Night Baseball, the Jays were on there.
3: Yep. You know, it's a weird thing with the Blue Jays where, you know, they don't suffer as much as, um, you know, people like to admit they do. Um, it's because they have a they play such a fun brand of baseball. You know, people can tune in and see bombs flying, and they're like, okay, yeah. this seems kind of easy to easy to watch, you know, fun to watch. They hit home runs, which everybody loves. They're entertaining. They're entertaining. So six bone, man. Yeah. It's an expression, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> exactly. So expression. So it will always be a case where and the if eater. Golden State was the Toronto Raptors, you know, people would be tuning in to see what this team was all about. You know what I mean? Well, so, I'd actually
4: like to go back and look at the ratings when Harden was squatter, playing. Yes, yeah. yeah. he, he was, was it's, a, it's
3: a similar thing. The exciting brand of basketball. Exciting. People, people can tune in and be like, oh my God, I'm going to see something special. Who's going to be on today? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing with the Blue Jays. Like, who's going to hit the 500-foot bomb today? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's going to, you know... Who's gonna do something I've never seen before and that's and Blue Jays, you know when they made that trade They got price. They got Tula whiskey. They got revere It was like they're kind of the team to watch Everybody, yep. All yep. the pundits are saying this is the number one team in baseball. Yep So you got all the viewers that you know actually care about baseball I'm Like, Let me see what they're all People about. Are curious like, Yeah,
2: and it helps as well that guys who spent their entire careers playing in the States you know, this isn't like DeMar DeRozan in the Raptors, where DeMar spent his entire career up here. Or Kyle Lowry was an afterthought until he came to the Raptors. This, These are guys who made an, a complete career, all-star appearances, even making borderline cases to go to the Hall of Fame in American markets, in major American markets, winning in playoff games, doing all of these things while they're down in the States. And I think that just turned this into an even bigger juggernaut that the Jays' ratings have gotten, and it made them so much more marketable to the United States market. Yeah. And on top of that, it's baseball. You know, it's... You know, you can make the argument that baske- obviously basketball has its roots as well. Baseball TV ratings have always been good. The attendance is always lagged always no, in the no, stadiums. I don't agree with that at the all. Ratings, Baseball TV. The ratings during, or the regional ratings. Local ratings. Yeah, local yeah, yes, yes. Local nationally, ratings really make their money. Yeah,
3: nationally, no. Well, nationally, it's
4: hard to, to, commit, to and sit yeah. down for yeah. three and a half hours in the dog days of summer when there's so Just many Just to watch two teams this, that
3: aren't even, and two thing teams thing that not even. People will cheer in for like a game seven or. You know, a five-game series, but when it's 162 games, it's like, mm-hmm. wake me up when when playoffs start. Well, keep in mind,
4: like, let's use Thursday Night Football, for example, which is notoriously a bad product. Yes.
0: Those ratings
4: dwarf the MLB playoffs. Uh-huh. Like, dwarf it. It's insane. So, it's, I kind of get where you guys are coming from with the whole MLB ratings and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, to kind of tie it back to Toronto, I guess the vibe I get from you, two is that the perception has started to change. But it will change more if the Raptors were to get another star player.
2: Yes. So, and if and they were to continue it, and they have to win. Yeah. And that's my thing. Winning, winning another star player? Winning, in st- winning in another star player. And how do you win more by getting another star player? That's how the NBA works.
4: Okay. So here then, with this year, with two of the bigger star players available in hockey, one being Steven Samkos and the NBA, Kevin Durant, the Raptors and the Leafs both have a legitimate shot at getting one or the other let's say yeah what do you guys think the chances are that any of these superstars will come to Toronto in 2016
3: I would say higher for Stamkos absolutely just because this is this is home home. Uh, every kid you know whether they like the mid or not dreams of playing for the Leafs and with their story and history I'd say more Stamkos Durant uh Yeah, he's hung out With Drake a couple times And yeah, he'd be cool To be featured in some songs But (laughs) uh, To be honest I I would say uh, Chances of The Toronto Raptors Getting him are pretty low
4: I could see Durant enjoying himself More in another market Yeah And it's nothing Like not a knock on Toronto It's just Being a Laker Let's just use Lakers for example. is a lot more iconic than being a Raptor. If he's gonna In leave, NBA.
3: if he's gonna leave OKC, he's gonna go to a, a bigger market than OKC. He's not leaving OKC just to go to Milwaukee. You One know, thing what... he's, he's leaving OKC to go to LA, uh, Chicago, Miami, Miami. Something, something where marketing dollars can double or maybe even triple. You go hell, you go in China if, you,
2: if the was right. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing that's really interesting about Durant that a lot of people forget, especially if they're trying to make this argument of him coming to Toronto, as well cultured as Durant can come off, and as you know, he's a smart guy. He seems like a pretty smart guy. He goes out there, he's, he's got some pretty good endorsement deals with Nike. Um, this is also a kid though that has never played north of Virginia in his entire basketball career. He's grown up in Washington. He went to school in Texas. He played one year in Seattle, that's the one exception. And then he's, now he's at Oklahoma City. Do you think that even just a guy who's been surrounded as much as he has in his life, now don't get me wrong, he's done a lot of traveling, but in places that he's lived, this is a guy that's preferred and enjoyed the idea of living in a more quiet market. I guess you can make the argument. And it's hard to tell if you know Toronto would even be a f- great fit for him culturally. I don't know. He's he's gone that's on there. That's fair, but I don't think that's that's Yeah, I don't think that's. But it goes nice. back to your idea of like you know you've got a lot of guys that come up here and they love yeah. it so much that they live, we live here. here. We got and guys you know, from like Florida, California. Yeah. You know then I mean? there's also been pl- uh, players that have came to this city in all the sports,
3: and are the other end of the spectrum where they go get. I couldn't get out of here quick enough. Right, but, uh, and I, I think there's far less of those guys than guys that you know rave about the city and, and end up staying here. I, sh- I would hope so. It
4: is a different microscope here. Like you are under the gun. We We're scrutinize and analyze all your moves. And as much as people, like it, the stereotype of the Canadian market sets and starts and rises in Toronto, and Westerners make fun of it. It's a stereotype for a reason. The media scrutiny, just everything in general, is a lot bigger here. Whether it be because of population, because of the media around, just whatever reason you want to point the finger at and say this is why it's more here, it doesn't change the fact that it is still more here. Of course. So I can get why some players don't like it. But at the same time, I mean, I think a guy like Durant would be able to handle it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No No, problem. I agree. I agree. It's just... I, I'm just trying to take. I'm just trying to take a different look at it, other than like you know, cap space and what he likes. Like you know, it's, can,
4: both teams can actually afford them. We look at cap space. I mean, the yeah. Raptors can afford to sign Durant. They could. The Leafs can afford to sign Stamkos. I mean, they'd have to get a little bit creative with some things, but they can more than afford to sign him.
2: Yeah, so. but and also, I guess it all ultimately determines what Durant is. Here's one thing that the Raptors can offer that the Lakers can't. You can win right now. I mean, all he's got to go through in the yeah, East Miami, is cash. That's it. That's too, though.
3: And they can offer better weather, um, more s- stable ownership, and, and, and Pat Riley and Mickey. Crappier fan base. And Sorry, yeah, I said it. No state tax and no state tax. <laughs> ah, honestly, to be honest, with <laughs> all things be equal, I'm taking yeah. that every time. No state tax and all no that. No state tax, so more more income, uh, better be, better uh, weather in a in a winter sport. I'm taking that every time. Miami fans are so spoiled. Well, there's so many other think things about, to do in Miami. About, <laughs> think about the weather being warm outside and you gotta go inside to watch a basketball game. Yeah, I'm gonna be fifteen minutes late and stay on the beach for a couple more minutes. Well, Look well, you and I will probably be like thirty
2: minutes yeah. right? late. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go back to Miami, man. I miss my I haven't gone to Miami since I was like thirteen. Never been? Been in northern Florida many times, but uh... Well, next week the T O T cast will be broadcasting live from Miami Beach. That'd be amazing. <laughs> 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 okay, so here
4: then. Which team has the most to gain in 2016 with all the events that are taking place? Uh,
2: I would say the most to gain, the most to gain given all the events. Uh, Toronto Argonauts. Really? Absolutely. Have the most Care to, to gain. elaborate? Um, well, new stadium. Uh, you hope they can generate at least a little bit more interest in fans. Uh, it's for the first time in the Argos history since, what was it, since they were playing at Exhibition Stadium back in the 80s. You might actually be able to tailgate. I think that actually creates a, a very real uh, opportunity and brand new fan experience that I think a lot of uh, football fans here in Toronto have been dying for. I think if they can turn that more into a, just as much of a spectacle as as you know uh, Toronto Raptors are trying to make a spectacle of uh, of the NBA All Star Weekend. Now imagine a smaller spectacle. It's a smaller scale, but a party and spectacle nonetheless in that in that exhibition parking lot every single time there's a TFC game and every single time there's an Argos game. You know, that's something that MLSC has been pushing hard for, to legalize alcohol so that they can tailgate in those parking lots at BMO Field. That experience would just go way up dramatically, And more people would want to come to that. Yeah. I guarantee you. It'd that's an event. what more What more could you want, especially, in, and, you know, even with the way that they would want to schedule out games. I haven't seen the schedule yet for the Argos, but I, you could imagine that they've tried to push for as many weekend dates as they possibly can, right? Or Friday night football. I wouldn't mind checking out Friday. Me personally, I've only went to one Argos game in my life, but I wouldn't personally mind going to the parking lot on a Friday night, having a couple of beers with my buddies, get a barbecue going, and then going in there and watching the Argos play. No, I wouldn't mind really that go. at all. That actually would be a pretty good time. Yeah, it would. You know, I think them moving into BMO Field has given them the most to gain in this situation. Because they went from absolute obscurity, where no one gives any kind of crap about them in the ma- in, in, in general, for mo- for a lot of uh, regular sports fans here in Toronto, to be able to turn into a some sort of spectacle because that's what they've been needing for the last 20
3: years. Yeah. So well, that's creates a buzz.
2: Yeah. So, Nate, what do you think? Who really
3: is um, no, I agree with you, Ryan. Uh, Toronto does have a lot to gain in. Is it the gonna, bias cat? No, it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. But, I, for me personally, I think the Leafs uh, have the most to gain this year. I mean, potentially a chance to get Steven from one of the game's best players. Um, getting the Winter Classic at BMO Field would be huge and then the team will be better next year I mean this coming year coming Very up. true. so and they're already proven to be like a, a 500 and even better team like think about with Bonafide Superstar what that's going to do another year under Babcock it's just I think it has the potential to be phenomenal uh, phenomenal times for Toronto Leagues, Maple Leafs coming up Chris
4: um, I'm going to kind of piggyback on here what you're saying with the Leafs and I'm going to agree with the Leafs I mean Yes, the Jays have a lot to build on, sort of the Raptors, but in terms of most to gain, this was the first year ever the Leafs weren't ranked on the most valuable franchise in the NHL, according to Forbes. So I think with everything that's happening this year, bottom line-wise for MLSC, they're going to look at this year as, hey, not only are we going to get back to the top of the list, we're going to make a a ton of money. Mm -hmm. But on the ice, like you said, they got Stamkos. Look at some of the prospects that are going to come up. you got Nylander who's probably going to come up. you got Mitch Marner. There's just a lot of guys that are going to start to come up and play in the system with Babcock that you're going to see not only the team change financially, but the on-ice product is going to get a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then you add in the fact that it's their 100th year anniversary, Toronto is going to do everything they can to make sure that you know it's their 100th year anniversary, and hey, we are the Leafs, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming out of the bag. Um, the Winter Classic too, that's going to be probably the most expensive ticket in town if mm-hmm. they get the game. I know Pittsburgh and Philadelphia are fighting pretty hard. They want the game as well. Yeah. But it's just there's just so many things going on for the Leafs that they have so much to gain. This team has been a doormat for years, and they're slowly, slowly creeping out of not being this doormat that how could they not have the most to the game?
2: I mean... That's part about that outdoor game. The seats are going to be covered.
4: Yeah, actually, yeah. That's actually a good point. Well, what if they got those um, portable seats they're putting in. The yep. portable grandstands. Yep. Yeah. Like that will add to the
2: experience. Yep. yep. It's, it's actually going to be, you know, it'll be the first time that if something were to happen, you know, the fans will be, it's going to be an outdoor experience. It'll be like, it would be like watching a game in the dome with the dome open, which I think would actually have been pretty cool if they'd ever given it a thought.
3: Well they Almost right? like uh, the old Dallas Cowboys day when they just had the the middle open. Yeah. But they You know the story just, behind yeah, that. So God yeah. The guy could watch the Cowboys <laughs> play. <yeah. laughs> so almost like that, but just more more of the field exposed to the Yeah. And that's
2: another great thing for the Argos. That's why I kinda reiterate that I think the and I get your points about the Toronto Maple Leafs having the most to gain. Um the thing about it, though, is that the Leafs are the Leafs. They're going to be big no matter what, right? If we're talking about people, uh, a franchise that needs to gain something more than anything because they're actually on their last lifelines, mm-hmm. this is their final big push in Toronto. It's the Argos. No, that's so, a really good point. so I really that's feel sure like why. they, beyond belief, beyond anything, have the absolute most to gain this year and this season walking into it with, you know, this is the first time that a major ownership group has really actually said this, di-, and they know this, this is the big final push for them and we're going to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be I'm hoping it's going to be successful. Um I think this year is going to be a good year for the Argos because better better than anything. They're actually a very competitive team too. Mm-hmm. They've been yeah. consistently making the playoffs the last five or six years. And even if they don't you know, even if it doesn't work in the long run, which is something a lot of people are saying might happen, but
4: I think that's more reflective of the league as a whole than it is about the Argos.
2: People have been saying the CFL's been on their last legs for about for about 25 oh, yeah. years yeah, now. It'll keep going. You know what I mean? It's, like growing, it, now. it's, growing. Yeah, it's exactly. growing now.
3: It's going exactly. TSN put a bunch of money in it. I got a new TV deal. And tell it to the six teams that have new stadiums. Like yeah. that, right. Don't give me that yeah. crap. You know? Yeah, no, it's know. Well, to here. On the up, and up.
4: What do you think, Nate, as somebody who plays in the league, is there something that you would suggest that, I guess, teams or even TSN or... Just in general, something that would make the league more appealing to your yeah. casual fan—is there anything?
3: Well, first, when I know they first hand, they're trying to do this. We have to appeal to, appeal to the younger demographic. Right now, the average age of a CFL fan is is over fifty, and that's got to change, yeah. right? You see, the run the Blue Jays went on—it was the the younger fans that were coming in and you know you know infusing life into the Rogers Center and. You know, bring that enthusiasm that the team kind of rallied around. So that's that's something that the Argos have to do first and foremost. And the, the league is 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 uh, looking into uh, ways that they can do that. And I feel like if they can do that, you know, it's going to be you know a tremendous product. It's interesting because I went
4: to quite a few Blue Jays games down the stretch, mm-hmm. and the youth in the stadium was something that I'm yeah, sure all three of apparent. us noticed. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: It's yeah, apparent. it was uh, <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of beautiful people.
4: <laughs> well, another thing, too, is there's a lot of new money in Toronto where there's a lot of emerging jobs and young people moving downtown. It's kind of the thing to do right now, it's right? It's true. It's true. Live in a condo, live downtown, and you got to want to go out and have a good time. So I could see how that would be uh, one of the CFL's major targets is yep. young people. Right? And
2: despite the $12 beers at the Skydome when that was all going down. Yes, I said Skydome. Um <laughs> you Hear, hear they, uh, you know, it's still actually a cheaper option uh, to go out and enjoy yourselves, have a good time with your friends in downtown Toronto. It's still a way more affordable option than a lot of the other things Mm -hmm. you're going to do. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons why Toronto for is, uh, you know, there's a lot of places like Los Angeles or Miami or New York where there is a lot of other things to do, but the fan base here is so great as well because it's still another affordable option of, of entertainment here compared to a lot of the other things you could do in Toronto.
4: It's true. I mean, you look at a lot of things going on around the city and...
2: Unless you want to go to the Leafs game, of course. <laughs> yeah.
4: I can't. Tickets are still... And they're yeah. only
2: going to get worse once they get better.
4: I know. Imagine, these, are, these are the worst years. Well, <laughs> imagine what the Winter Classic tickets are going to go for next year. I think that would probably be like 500 bucks a ticket I'm gonna starting. I'm going to yeah. try to watch it from Lakeshore. <laughs> you might as well. I mean, they knocked down Ontario Place, put some, <laughs> license, put some
2: seats there. How much time does it take to get a pilot license? helicopter pilot license you no parking up top yeah it should, <laughs> yeah. should be good that'd be a great way to do it <laughs>
4: yeah, I just, man i just can't imagine or fathom how much those tickets are going to be
3: it's a scary thought but i can tell you one thing it's going to be sold out
4: oh 100 percent.
3: it's going to be loud
4: yeah it should be a really exciting year in toronto sports for 2016 there's just uh, a onslaught of things that are coming up and uh I know I could probably speak for all three of us and I'm really pretty looking exciting. forward to it. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm pretty excited. There's, some, just,
3: there's literally something for everybody, and this is the year for the sports fan in Toronto. I'm calling it. This is the year of the sports fan in Toronto. It's like, too much happening. You're
4: gonna see a lot of teams.
3: I guess futures changes here. Right. Every team has you know exciting times, and pretty much every team in Toronto is a winning team right now, and has you know something to look forward to. Uh, with that being said. The weekend is upon us. Ryan, you got anything interesting happening? Well, I do have something very interesting to gotta gotta ask. <laughs>
2: I actually, uh, I've got the uh, the honor of uh, color commentating on uh, the Orangeville A's of the National Whoa, Basketball League of Canada. Uh, I'm going to be working alongside Kelsey Wright. Uh, we're going to be up in Orangeville on Sunday, January 10th, 3 p.m. London Lightning come to town. So, Orangeville A's hoping to... Can we knock watch them that? off. Yeah, can watch that? You can, can actually it? watch that on YouTube. That's live webcast on YouTube. Where will in we find end? on YouTube? Can we just, uh, we just can you tweet out the link to your uh, Twitter page? No? Absolutely, at Ryan Greco416. I can tweet out the link. I'll let you guys know when it's going to be happening. Um, you can also get caught up on the latest stuff with NBL Canada on their YouTube page. They've got all the games there. So. Uh, also the live webcast there, uh, and that's where I'm gonna be uh, gonna be working. So it's uh, I'm gonna be with them for the entire season, and it's uh, it's an honor a privilege, you know. And uh, I wasn't even expecting it, so when they came and asked me, I was completely blown away that uh, they even thought of me. So yeah. it's a
3: blessing. It's a blessing, as you would say, Nate. It's, it's, uh, no, it's a blessing. Now that we're giving out shout-outs, uh, <laughs> I would love to give a shout out to uh, you know the guys over at Target Training in Mississauga. You know, we have a bunch of guys in there right now training for combines and you know the next level. of Friends football, of the show, friends of the show. You know, they'll be on the show uh, really soon. You know, Jesse Corona, the head trainer there, is doing a great job with the guys. So you know, I want to give a shout out to him and Guru. And Guru. So look out Very for true. a lot of a lot of great athletes coming out of the, uh, Target Training in Mississauga. You know. Elite, elite level guys. It's the, it's the best kept secret
4: in the Great Toronto area, but you'd be surprised at how many more people that I've talked to around both leagues, the NFL and CFL, yeah. are aware of it. Yeah. So it's a very, very fast. Stop coming. Yeah. Chris, closing thoughts? Uh, not much, man. I mean, just looking forward to doing the next one, and hope both of you guys enjoy your weekends. Ryan, you doing color commentary and the just lifting weights, oh, and, you know, yeah. curls you know, getting, for the girls, getting, all that getting stuff. Ready season, <laughs> getting ready for the season, baby. Getting ready for the
2: season. And that just wraps up this edition of the TOT cast. As always, I'm Ryan Greco. You can always be sure to reach me at Ryan Greco416. You can always be sure to reach Natea J at TEY11. You can always be sure to reach Chris O'Cranitz at Chris O'Cranitz. You want to reach out to the show, reach us at Tip of the Tower. And always be sure to like our Facebook page. And of course, be sure to subscribe us on iTunes. Everybody have a safe and happy weekend. Good night.